Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shalom. Shabbat shalom. I'm Cantor Neil Michaels. What a thrill and privilege it is to be here on behalf of Cantor Pearsall's adoring Temple Israel clergy and so many of her devoted fans from Michigan, celebrating Shabbat with the Central Synagogue community in this breathtaking, awe-inspiring, and holy space. I'm deeply grateful to Rabbi Bukdal, Cantor Mutlu, and most especially Cantor Pearsall for the opportunity to lend my voice to this special installation evening. When it comes to Cantor Pearsall, I think the famous Yiddish author I.L. Peretz expressed it best. The whole world is nothing more than singing and dancing before the Holy One of Blessing. Every Jew is a singer before God, and every letter in the Torah a musical note. Considering this statement, it is a question of how we approach life both moments of adversity and encounters of joy. What is our emotional stance as we face life down? For Peretz and for Cantor Pearsall, we are to engage with an openness of heart, a generosity of spirit, and a healthy appreciation for the wonders all around us. Jenna, when I first heard your ethereal voice, I felt the presence of the divine. I have witnessed with admiration you blossom into the inspiring cantor and human that you have become. Your joy, wonder, charm, and honest and sincere delight in others is a blessing to all who know you. You know what it means to pray from your soul, but also what it means to be clay kodesh, a holy vessel and that a cantor's commitment to their community is a sacred obligation. Jenna, when we are in your presence, we cannot help but feel the desire to sing and dance. You manifest the qualities of chesed in everything you say and do, and I know you will bring your unique blend of talent, energy, and dedication to this, your new spiritual home. May your voice and humility your goodness and gratitude continue to open the eyes of all to the loveliness of the world, our ears to the symphony of life around us, and our mouths to songs of praise. Mazal tov. While we were growing up at Temple Israel in Michigan, we were always excited to have Cantor Pearsall on the bima sharing her voice and neshama with our congregation. This setting of Vishamru that we introduced back then holds a special place in our hearts. 
we share it now as we remember the holiness of Sabbaths past and present. Four years ago, Cantor Richard Cohn, then the director of the Debbie Friedman School of Sacred Music at Hebrew Union College, asked me if I would take on an additional student for whom I might serve as cantorial coach. The student's name, Jenna McMillan. Knowing my schedule at the seminary and back home at Central was already pretty full, Cantor Cohn resorted to a few descriptive words about Jenna to try to persuade me that she was worthy of the investment. He said, Jenna McMillan is truly unique. She's a well-reputed, reliable, and industrious student. Boy, am I glad I said yes. <laughs> it wasn't long into our sessions that I discovered that not only were all of these things completely true about Jenna, but that there was also so much more to this extraordinary person. In our sessions, it became immediately apparent that Jenna possessed remarkable vocal talent and an incomparable work ethic. Her hunger and willingness to learn were only outmatched by her seemingly limitless growth. But these gifts were also coupled with a rare humility, maturity, empathy, and self-awareness. Now, I want to be perfectly clear. I have had very, very little to do with Jenna becoming the incredible cantor and musician she is today. I only share these thoughts from a perspective of deep gratitude that I was blessed and fortunate enough to have had Jenna as a student. And I will admit, I was not satisfied with simply coaching Jenna. I urged her to apply to be our cantorial intern following Danielle Rodnitsky's tenure in that position here. And then, when our beloved cantor Julia Kadrain announced that she would be taking a position at Temple Israel in Westport, naturally I, and by that time, many, many others, thought of Jenna as a perfect fit to be our next cantor. Jenna officially came on board as cantor this past July, and she instantly became an integral part of our clergy team, adding her authentic voice both on the bima and off, musically and non-musically. Indeed, she is with this congregation and she will be with this congregation in times of plenty and in times of need. Jenna will work with our clergy team, our synagogue staff and lay leaders, and what is personally so exciting is that she will work alongside me with our music director, Dave Strickland, with our choir, with our instrumentalists, to provide beautiful, uplifting, and healing music during Shabbat, holidays, all life cycles, in our nursery and religious schools, and in our greater Jewish community. Joining Voices with Jenna has not only been incredibly easy and freeing, but truly exciting and moving. I feel deeply honored to help install Jenna as cantor tonight, and I feel deeply blessed to call her my colleague. It is a privilege now to call forward Rabbi Janet Liss, the Rabbi Emerita of North Country Reform Temple, where Jenna served as cantorial intern before coming to Central. It's an honor to have Janet here to help install 
our new cantor. This is the day that God created. Let us be happy and rejoice together. I am truly honored to install Cantor Pearsall tonight. Like Central Synagogue, I've had the privilege and joy of working with Cantor Pearsall for two years while she was our student cantor at North Country Reform Temple in Glencove. When I first met Cantor Pearsall, I was struck by her humility, her kindness, and her passion for Judaism. She has the voice of an angel, and her neshama, her soul, matches the purity of her voice. She is deeply committed to helping people bring Judaism into their lives in meaningful ways. Mazel tov to Connor, to Leah, Rob, Doug, and Nancy, and Scott, and a special shout out to Grandma Nancy, who is at home in Michigan. My wife, Grace, and all the members of the Jenna Pearsall Fan Club are thrilled to be here in person and streaming. How did the role of the cantor evolve in Judaism? In the ninth century, the professional cantor, appointed and paid, emerged due to the increasing complexity of the liturgy and a decline in the knowledge of Hebrew of the lay people. Because prayer books were handwritten, prayer leaders often were the only ones that had one. By the Middle Ages, cantors gained in stature and were granted tax exemptions and other privileges. Cantors were expected to possess fine voices, have considerable music ability, good character, and were required to be well-versed in halakha, Jewish law. The cantor was responsible for transforming the fixed structure of ritual into an experience that was not only aesthetically pleasing, but also highly emotional. Much of the ongoing history of the cantorial practice can be understood in the context of a fundamental tension that still exists today between tradition and innovation, between the desire to preserve musical practices of old and, the urge, and to urge the adaptation of musical developments occurring outside the Jewish community. In the 1800s, while Western European synagogues reformed the services by imitating their Christian contemporaries, adding organ and choir, simplifying the ornate vocal style, and removing exotic foreign-sounding melodies. East European synagogues resisted these changes. In the East, the Hasidic movement profoundly influenced musical styles of the synagogue 
placing a greater emphasis on nigunim, wordless melodies, and the mystical ecstatic experience that was manifest in their repetition. The tradition of using a vocal ensemble or choir can be traced back to the third century when the Shaliak Sibor, the prayer leader, was supported by one or two assistants. This practice seems to have been standardized by the middle of the 16th century when the cantor was frequently accompanied by a boy soprano and a bass, the Mishorim, the singers. The development of a more classically oriented style of choir music with organ in West European synagogues eventually spread to the East. Not surprisingly, the reaction to the choir and the organ was mixed. Few Eastern European cantors had access to formal musical education until the early 19th century. The majority learned their crafts as singers, training with famous cantors, and assuming their own positions after their voices matured. A cantor's first position typically involved other duties, including serving as a ritual slaughterer or a religious teacher. While I'm fairly certain that Cantor Pearsall will not be employed as a ritual slaughterer at Central Synagogue, though when reading the biographies of the responsibilities of all the clergy, you are missing a ritual slaughterer, I know that the challenges she will face in her career will be just as daunting as they have been throughout the history of the Cantorate. Cantor Pearsall, you are truly blessed to be working in a synagogue that is thriving, innovative, creative, and expansive enough in its vision to allow you to grow as a person as a cantor and as a Jewish professional. Your challenge is to make Judaism relevant, accessible, and meaningful in a world filled with uncertainty, distrust, apathy, and soccer practice. <laughs> you must strive to instill the passion that is embedded in your soul into the souls of your congregants whether it is through teaching, singing, life cycles, one-on-one -on -one encounters, you must light the sparks in others that continue to fan the flame of our collective Jewish soul. We look to you to help create bonds to sustain the Jewish future. This is a task you cannot do alone. Members of Central Synagogue, you too have a responsibility as Cantor Pearsall becomes part of the ongoing history of Central Synagogue. Commit yourselves to become partners with Cantor Pearsall. Jenna, you are now a member of an august clergy team. I hope that under the guidance of Rabbi Buchdahl and Cantor Mutlu, your spirit will continue to soar
as you reach heights even you have not yet imagined. In Pure Kea Vote, the saying of our ancestors, chapter 4, verse 6, Rabbi Ishmael's son said, one who learns in order to teach is granted the means to learn and to teach, but one who learns in order to practice is granted the means to learn, to teach, to observe, and practice. Judaism is a lifelong learning journey. Learning is much more meaningful when it leads to practicing Judaism. Cantor Pearsall, members of the clergy staff, and members of this holy congregation, may your journey together be filled with as much joy as Jenna brought to me and the members of North Country Reformed Temple. Jenna is truly a blessing and a gift. Each member of a clergy team brings unique talents to the table. Collectively, those gifts help reach different people and ultimately strengthen your link to Jewish life. Cantor Pearsall. Come over for a second. <laughs> May your soul be enriched, enriched through this congregation, and the light of your soul be like the lights of the Shabbat candles. May they brighten the hearts of all who come into contact with you. May God bless you with a long, fruitful and satisfying tenure here as you help lift this congregation's souls and voices toward heavens. And we say together, Amen and Mazel Tov. First, before, before I start, I just wanted to say we accept Rabbi Liss's um, challenge. We welcome her with open arms and we pledge to be her partner. Thank you. Thank you. Jenna, I am absolutely delighted and overjoyed to welcome you to Central formally on behalf of the board our congregation of nearly 3,000 families and 7,000 humans, and the hundred thousands of people who have already fallen in love with you over live stream. You literally blew us away at our first high holidays with you as Cantor, and that fact was magnified and fold by the fact that it was also your first high holidays, period. That was pretty amazing. In recognition of your new role in our community and in our synagogue as our cantor, and in anticipation of a long and fruitful relationship with Central, we have something <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we, we would like to present you with this guitar, 
which oh. has inscribed on, oh, here we go. They promised me it would be there. Inscribed <laughs> uh, on the strap, it says, Azamra Lilohai Biodi. I will sing to my God as long as I live. I was convinced you were going to break out into song. <laughs> I'm a little let down. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you. We already love you, and we welcome you with open arms. Thank you so much. I'll just be a backup man. <laughs> Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find. Catch me a catch. Matchmaker, matchmaker, look through your book and make me a perfect match. In Parshat Sarah, one of the main stories is one of matchmaking. Abraham has just experienced the overwhelming loss of his wife, Sarah. And as one does when feeling grief, he tries to distract himself with a project. Abraham throws himself into finding a match for his son, Isaac, and sends out his servant, Eliezer, to find a woman for him, not giving much direction other than that she cannot be Canaanite. Eliezer sets out with ten camels and a mission, to find a suitable match. Eliezer stops by a well outside of a city and sets a benchmark. Whichever woman offers himself and his 10 camels a drink from their water jug will be a suitable match for Isaac. Rebecca soon came along offering her jug of water to the servant and in turn watering the camels as well. Running back and forth, back and forth from well to camel, she made sure everyone's thirst was quenched and then offered them shelter for the night. When I read these words the week of my installation, I couldn't help but to make an analogy between this scenario and my fortuitous match with Central. The synagogue came into my life accidentally, just as Rebecca did, filling my cup to the brim from the very start, creating for me a spiritual home as well as a place for me to challenge myself and grow in my career. Kosi Rivaya. My cup overflows from the kindness, generosity, and selflessness of this team and of this community. Five years ago, I was in Israel, contemplating which synagogue I would apply to work for as a part-time B'nai Mitzvah tutor, with little to no knowledge about the synagogue landscape of New York City. So I phoned a friend for some advice. My classmate told me unequivocally that Central Synagogue was the best of the best, from the clergy to the staff to the congregation. There was something magical happening between its walls, and boy, was she right. A simple conversation over Mexican food in the Shuk, and the foundation was laid for my path to the Spima. Upon my return from Jerusalem, I received a call from the director of the cantorial school, Cantor Richard Cohn, offering me the chance to work with a successful cantor in the field as my first coach. He pitched it to me that to work with this cantor was a huge deal and that it was something I really couldn't pass up. 
The only caveat was that this cantor was so busy that I would have to make the commute up to his synagogue from school each week to be mentored by him. I almost said no because I had no idea how to navigate the city at that point and was nervous about getting there between classes. Yet, I knew I couldn't pass up the opportunity. And that cantor, it's not a surprise now, was cantor Dan Mutlu. <laughs> and little did I know that my first cantorial coach would be my first cantorial partner. It'd be a couple more years before we sung together on this bima, and to our delight, we discovered we sounded pretty good together. <laughs> Dan, thank you for placing your trust in me and believing in me from the first moment I walked into your office. I'm so grateful I get to partner with someone who is so deserving of the title of senior cantor, someone who I respect and trust completely, and someone who is incredibly inspiring as a spiritual leader, teacher, and musician. It's an honor and a privilege to even be associated with you. I have to share my gratitude for my mentors who joined us on the BEMA tonight, who made the schlep, who not only have supported me today, but have nurtured my growth since the moment we met. Thank you, Rabbi Liss, for your words and for being my teacher. I was so privileged to work with you during the time that we shared the BEMA, trying to learn everything I could from a special rabbi so beloved by her congregation that she spent 26 years being their leader. You deserve every minute of retirement, and you and Grace honor me greatly by being here tonight. Thank you. I also must thank Cantor Neil Michaels for flying all the way here from Michigan to represent the Temple Israel West Bloomfield clergy team. The role that you played in getting me to this moment and to this bima is monumental. And I would not be a cantor if it weren't for you handing me the microphone as a young teen. You can see why during my time at the University of Michigan, I found myself making the commute back to Temple Israel for Shabbat instead of just going to the campus Hillel because of your level of spiritual leadership and your unmatched talent. You showed me the incredible impact a cantor can have and you gave me the confidence to share my voice in this way. To sing the duet that started it all with you tonight means more to me than words can say. Allow me just a moment to honor those here tonight by sharing a few words of gratitude. With such a large synagogue, there's going to be a lot of people to thank, so bear with me. Thank you to our president, Shawnee, and our executive director, Marsha Gabon, you are our fearless leaders, and I know it hasn't been a particularly easy time to be in your roles, so thank you for giving so much of yourselves to Central. We are so lucky to have you at the helm. And I also want to thank Joe Sofair and the Cantorial Search Committee for giving so much of your time and dedicating yourselves to finding the best match for this community. I'm so thankful that I was chosen by you, and I hope to continue to validate and affirm your choice as the years go by. I'm feeling also very grateful for Lori Dubin and the clergy assistants from the fourth floor. They're so wonderful to work with, and with full hearts, they support the clergy team every day. I don't know what we would do without you. I want to emphasize also that getting to this moment could not have been done without the help of people along the way, 
There are too many to name, but I'll just say a special thank you to Cantor Dan Mutlu and Cantor Julia Kadrain, who answered all of my questions as a student and made me feel so welcome at Central as the intern. To follow in Julia's footsteps is an immense task, and I hope to embody what I learned from her every day I do this work. Rabbis Dan, Ari, Mo, Sarah, Nicole, Rebecca, Hilly, April, and Lisa. <laughs> I have learned from your spiritual leadership and guidance that you have graciously given to me the past two years, and I cannot wait for more opportunities to collaborate over the coming years. I can't believe I get to be part of such an incredibly talented, intelligent, and inspiring group of leaders and change makers. I'm so thankful to you for welcoming me onto the team. Thank you to Rabbi Peter Rubenstein for being here tonight and Cantor Dick Botten for your incredible message. Your dynamic spiritual leadership of the synagogue is felt in everything that takes place in the sanctuary and beyond its walls, and your values are bestowed in each clergy person who has the pleasure of knowing you. Rabbi Buchtal. Every time I get to work with you, I just hope that some of your greatness will rub off on me. <laughs> and I focus all of my efforts on just learning through osmosis. <laughs> your leadership of the synagogue in all its facets is truly so inspiring. And I hope someday to have an iota of the impact you have had on the Jewish community. Dave Strickland and the whole musical team. <laughs> you are an incredible gift to this community. And I want to thank you for your incredible patience with me as an intern and as a growing musician. You are a huge part of the reason working at Central is a literal dream. We're all so blessed to get to witness your greatness each week. Almost done. I want to also thank my family for always supporting me on this path and for being here tonight. They drove 11 hours to be here. Since my services have been live streamed, they haven't missed a single one, and I can't thank them enough for helping me to pursue this path. I also have to mention my grandma Nancy, who is watching on the live stream, who is my fierce and loyal supporter, and true story, actually went up to the other cantor at my home synagogue after Central succeeded in hiring me, and even though there was no position there, she just said, your loss. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't take a job in Michigan, Grandma, and thank you for always having my back. <laughs> Her father, my great-grandfather Chick, sung in his synagogue choir in Louisville and always complained that he was never given the solo. I hope that I am making my ancestors proud by being on this bima tonight. I'm also thinking of my Grandpa Barry as I take on this role, who was so sick in his last years but was determined to see me on a bima in a white robe someday and swore he would push through to make it to that moment. He sadly passed before he could, but I'm holding him with me in this moment tonight. Thank you to my husband, Connor, for not only loving and supporting me, but for following me out to New York City and for making Judaism a part of your life. I also have to mention Connor's parents who are here tonight who from the very beginning of our relationship attended every single one of my college a cappella concerts <laughs> and honor me today by their presence as I take this next step. 
Thank you both. Finally, I want to address you, the central community. Not just those sitting in the pews, but our extended central family as well, watching from home. I chose central not only because of the inspiring clergy and the talented musicians, but also because of the extremely dedicated congregants who make this community so vibrant. You truly give me hope for the future of the Jewish community. You are the reason my cup runneth over. You have welcomed me so graciously and with open hearts, and I thank you for it. I can say with confidence that serving this congregation will be one of the greatest joys of my life, and I can't wait to see what memories we'll create together as we go forward into this sacred covenantal relationship. I will strive to be there for you in your most challenging times and your most joyous of times, to lend a listening ear, to embrace you when you need it most, and to sing with you through it all. May we make beautiful music together for many years to come. Can you hear that song? Shameru Bnei Israel Et HaShabbat La'asot Et HaShabbat L'dorotav Berit Oh, oh, oh.